We are continuing the Chayadam, we are in Klalhe. So just to repeat the question we finished yesterday's share with, is you have a JLIC rabbi, Jewish Learning Initiative on college campuses, uh, brought to you by the Orthodox Union, and this rabbi is hosting a Shabbos meal, he's doing Kirov, and there's an individual who keeps coming to these meals and to the programs, to the events, but he's not Jewish. His father's Jewish, his name is Schwartz or Greenberg, but his mother unfortunately is not Jewish, so this person is a non-Jew uh, for all intents and purposes. However, this this individual feels like a Jew, he identifies as a Jew, he loves being Jewish, he learns halacha, he learns gemara, he wants to be part um, of the Jewish community, but he does not feel the need to convert, he thinks he's Jewish. Now, this uh, educated individual is looking around by the Shabbos table, and he says, Rabbi, look, I'm number 10. You have nine other people and plus me, that's number 10. And when we bench, we could say, um, which you could only say if you have a minion. So this JLIC rabbi uh, hesitated. He's concerned. Should he allow uh, them to bench with a minion? There's no minion. He's a non-Jew. He's not counted as a minion. Um, should he tell him that, hey, you're not Jewish? He doesn't want to embarrass him. We know there's a concept of Kavad Abrius. So the question is, what should he do? And he assumed that it would be a bracha levatala, it would be a bracha levatala if they say a lekenu without any uh, purpose, you're not being yitz anything, so that should be avoided. Now there are a few questions um, before giving a psak on this shayla, a few things to learn, a few sugis to learn. We'll go through some of them. We won't have a final answer until the next couple of shiram, but this are, these are some of the things to, to consider. First of all, it seems very clear you can't say Elokeinu without a minion. Is that so Pashit? So we'll learn that in Hilchas Berchas Azimon. We'll get to those details. Uh, additionally, we know Kavad Abrius, we learned previously, Kavad Abrius is Doiche Dindra Banan, is Doiche, uh, you know, Muksa, and um, different halachas we had, Midra Banan, carrying in a Carmelis and Shabbos, uh, wearing Shatnas Midra Banan, but it's not Doiche Dindra Raisa. So the question is, is this Bracha Levatala? A dindaraisa saying a bracha when you're not being yotzi, you say a bracha da Hashem and you don't eat bread. So is that a bracha? Is that an isadaraisa or is that only an isadarabanan? Um, and another question is when we say gadol kavod abrius, the kavod abrius is so great that it's doicha a din darabanan. Who who is considered a bria kavod abrius? We know for sure Jew, as we learned in Hilchasitzis and Shatnas, we're talking about a yid. What about a nachri? If a nachri is going to be embarrassed. Do we say Gadol Kavad Abrius to be Doiche Adin Adin Darabanan even by Anachri? Now, that specific question can have other ramifications in Allah. Just briefly, there's a discussion about handshaking. You know, that's a classic question rabbis get. Can one shake hands with the opposite gender at work? And part of that discussion is, and one of the reasons why people ask is they just, they just want to be a good guy. They want to be a good guy and they just want to go with the flow, and they don't want to embarrass anyone or insult anyone. So they, you know, they get to a meeting, or they're by a sales pitch, and and the uh, someone sticks out their hand, and by saying, by, you know, rejecting it, by declining to shake the hand, you're possibly, or almost for sure, you're going to insult them. So the question is, is that a, uh, is that a, uh, a discussion? Is that a factor in halacha? Doesn't make a difference if they're Jewish or non-Jewish. So that answer we won't get to today, but that is something to consider, that there's ramifications to this question. Kavad Abrius, is that specifically by a Jew that we say it's Doichet or even by a non-Jew? So let's get into a discussion of Brachalatala. What is a Brachalatala? So 
a classic, um, I, what I've seen, but people, uh, you know, make a bracha vatala, is, let's say, um, you know, they, they don't want to eat challah on Shabbos. They only eat a crumb, you know. they The truth is, halachal, you only have to eat a gazayas. You have to eat an olive size. But people think they have to eat, you know, like three matzahs, you know, on Pesach, and they think they have to eat like a huge, huge slice of challah to be yaitzah. So they end up eating like a little nibble, a little crumb. So what's the problem? You have to make hamaitzi even if you eat a crumb. The problem is you made a bracha of alnatila sedayim. And alnatila sedayim is only, chazal only masakin that to make a bracha when you wash your hands before bread, when you're going to actually eat bread. At least a kazayas, some hold it has to be a, a beitza, an eggs volume of bread. But at least a kazayas, according to most paiskim. So that's clearly a bracha l'matala. They made an alnatila sedayim when they had no need to wash their hands. They had no need to make this bracha of alnatila sedayim. So that, when a person does that, what is what is the, what are they over? So the Gemara brachas on Daflam and Gimel says that someone who says, call him a var, bracha he make a bracha that's not necessary. Uh, in this Gemara, this context is talking about a bracha l'matala. You made a bracha on a mitzi, you don't eat bread, you made a alnatila sedayim and you're not eating a kazayas. So the Gemara says, over mishum lisisa, you're over the iser deraisa of lisisa. So the Ramam says, yes, you're over an iser deraisa by eating, by uh, making a bracha for no reason. That's lisisa, um, you're, you're being over that iser. Most of the Rishayim arguing, they say lisisa is talking about someone who swears false, someone who swears about something that's unnecessary, uh, uh, swearing for no reason. A shvua, shvua, shav. But, uh, bracha l'vatala, that can't be a iser de raisa. It must be the Gemara is just saying like an asmachta ba'ama. It's like a dinder abanan, that you're over some type of loisisa mit rabbanan. What's the proof to, uh, that it's only an iser de rabbanan? So Tysus brings an excellent proof. There's a, uh, Gemara in brachas talks about, let's say a person is not sure if he benched or not. So the halacha is like this. Suffolk brachas lahakal typically. Let's say you're not sure if you made a shahakal and you're drinking water. Halachas, you don't make another shahakal. Let's say you're not sure if you made ashayatsar. You use the facilities, you're not sure if you made ashayatsar. Halachas, you do not make another ashayatsar. We say suffolk brachas lahakal because perhaps you'd be over uh, bracha lavatala. However, let's say you're not sure if you benched and you ate a kadei svil, you ate a full uh, shear of eating, as the Pasuk says, viachata vesavata, if you eat. The savata, and you're satisfied, then there's a mitzvah saseh, deraisa, uve rachta, to make the bracha. So in that case, when a person ate a full shear, a full meal, and they're not sure if they benched, the Gemara says, clearly you would have to bench again, because suffik deraisa lechumra. So Taisas asks, suffik deraisa lechumra, if bracha levatala is also an iser deraisa, I should say suffik deraisa lechumra, and you should not be allowed to make another bracha, perhaps, you're, being, you're making a bracha levatala. Therefore, Taisas says, that it can't be that there's an Isidara of Bracha Lavatala. At most, it will only be an Isidara of Laisisa. When will a person be over an Isidara So the Chayodim brings, and this is uh, based on Taisvis, that an Isidara would be, let's say you said Hashem's name without attaching it to a Bracha or to a Pasuk. You just said, uh, you just said Hashem's name for no reason. So that's, you're over an Asay. The Asay is, as Es Hashem Tira, you should fear. Uh, God, this is in Klal Aleph, Klal Hei Alech Aleph, and if you are not, if you're using his name for nothing, you obviously are not fearing Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You have no Yerushalayim, so then that would be a Iser Deraisa. But if you actually said with a Tzur of a Bracha, you use the form of a Bracha, it would only be an Iser Derabanan. Potentially, I'm not. I didn't think this out, uh, you know, 
um, at length, but there might be an Issa de Rai. So let's say a person is at work and they make a bracha, they're trying to make Ashiyatzar or a Boyan and and their co-worker starts a conversation with them and they feel the need to respond and they do respond. If the bracha ended up being, you know, a bilbul, where they said one word here, one word there, and they mumbled it under their breath, and they actually said Hashem's name, not being attached to any uh, meaningful uh, sentence that might be in a sederaisa. So if someone, you know, notices in his surroundings that he's going to get interrupted in 10 seconds, you should probably not start a mincha or benching if you're going to have to stop because you potentially could be over in a sederaisa. If he said, Baruch Hashem, I would assume that's only a bracha levatala and not a... It's the derisa of Loisisa. Okay, so now that we know that Bracha Vatal, according to most Paiskim, now the Ramam does hold this derisa, and the Mishabur brings that down, like Yesh Lachash, we should be concerned for it. But halachically speaking, most Paiskim assume that a Bracha Vatal is only an Isidarabanan. So that goes back to our initial question can they say Bircha Sazimun with a minion, even though they only have nine people, they don't have ten, because we know. Kavod Abrias is doiche adin derabanan. So the um, so if you think about it, the term Kavod Abrias. What does Abrias mean? Kavod Abrias. So we know Hillel Eimer. Hillel says, "Have any tamidah shel Aaron? Be tamidim of Aaron. Oyev shalom v'roidev shalom. Oyevus habrias umekarvel natayra. You shall love the brias umekarvel natayra." Now, now the Tanya explains that Oyevus habrias you shall love even the lowest person. You know, imagine you describe someone. Let's see, you're describing a potential shidduch, that this person is a bria. A bria means it's, it's a created being. That's not exactly a sophisticated way of, of, um, of complimenting a person. So a bria probably just means a rasha or, or someone who's not exactly on the highest level, as the Mishnah is saying, covered a brias. Um, I'm sorry, as, as, the, as the mission says, Ohevis a brias, I'm a You're doing, you're bringing them to Torah, so... You should love even anyone who you would just consider a bria, even if they're they're not knowledgeable, they're not tamid chum, they're still considered a bria. But you wouldn't necessarily know from there that is that it includes even uh, non-Jews. However, there is a tor, the tor in Simon Beis in Chayshemishpat. Chayshemishpat Simon Beis is discussing that sometimes a dayan, let's see, you're you're a judge, a rabbinic judge, so. Let's say you have a case in front of you and you can't pinpoint exactly where in halacha. Uh, they got to lock this guy up. But you know, as a community leader, as someone who understands people, you know that this guy is terrible for, for the community. Or you know that, that this person is dangerous. But you can't find, you can't find the exact sif and shulchan aruch to put this person away. So the halacha is that in, uh, in Simon Bay's, the discussion is, when can a dayan, the, the rabbinic judge, take matters into his own hands? So the last piece of the Torah, he writes, Kol elu advarm Sorry, Koledo Hadvarim Lefimashir Ladayan. Whatever the Dayan sees, Shazatzarach Lakal, Vashat Srich Lakach. That if you see that it's the need of the days, so then he could go, he could go ahead with it. He says, however, you mice of the Shem Shemayim. You should always do with the Shem Shemayim. Vayu Kavad Abriyas Kal Be'enav. And Kavad Abriyas should not be light in your eyes. Shehare Doiche Loisa Seishad of Rim. We see it's Doiche Alav Midrabanan. And he says, the Kolshkin covered Bnei Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. Hamachzikin b'Teres Emes. And for sure, the covered of Bnei Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. So it seems like covered Abrias is talking about everyone, every human being. And Kolshkin, and for sure, the covered of Bnei Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov uh, of Jews. 
So from this tour, it does seem it gives a very strong indication. Even though he's not talking about the din, the rabbanon being doche, you know, our our discussion of tzitzis and shatnas, there's a very strong indication from this tour that kavod abrius is doche the rabbanon, even if the bria that we're referring to is not necessarily uh, a yid. I mean, he's he's comparing bria, and for sure. So it seems very clear that the Kavod Abrius would be Deicha Din Rabbanon, even by a non-Jew. However, um, this is the only source that I found for this, and I would not uh, paskin based on this source, but we'll continue this uh, this conversation.